Welcome to season two of The Frederick Factor, the podcast where we tell the stories of underrepresented business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders in Frederick County. I am Ashley Kiggins, and I am the vice president at Macro Commercial Real Estate here in Frederick County. In addition to my work in the commercial real estate side, I also really enjoy working with the nonprofits. So I am currently the president at the Mental Health Association on board of directors, and then a trustee at Community Foundation and on the board at Frederick County Association of Realtors. So, yeah, you know, sleep is not really in my (laughs) agenda. Um, I probably should start setting myself little alarms to remind myself it's bedtime. (laughs) So today I am very lucky to have with me Sandy Dubay, who most of you probably recognize her voice when she speaks from season one. And she's also the owner of Platinum PR. So Sandy, welcome. I'm so happy to be here to flip the tables here a little bit. And I was waiting yeah. for my torch. Is there not a? <laughs> is there not going to be a torch involved? There is not a literal <laughs> torch. I have said, I'm you know passing the torch, and you will be the host for season two. But no, sorry, no literal torch. That's okay. I'll take that lollipop. <laughs> if you want to just pass me the lollipop, we can oh, we can dear. kind of play off of that. So Sounds well. Good. I'm excited to be hosting season two. So for those who don't know, I, which I'm sure you do know because I'm sure everyone has listened to every single episode of season one before heading into season two. Um, But I was a guest on season one and Sandy asked if I would be oh so willing to come and fill her shoes, which uh, we'll see how it goes because those are big shoes to fill, even though my feet are probably twice the size of yours. All right. Well, one of the questions that I think I didn't get to ask you, because you asked all the questions last season, mm-hmm. but why did you start Frederick Factor? Oh, so it started as a conversation. I had a conversation with a colleague a couple of years ago now, pre-pandemic, and we wanted to tell stories of Frederick. Somebody had said, um, you know, kind of what is that wow factor? I said, yeah, it's kind of like, what you know, what is that Frederick factor? And you know when you have those moments and ding, you're like, ding. oh my gosh, I have to write that down. I don't know what it is, but I have to write down the Frederick factor. And so I did. And I came back to the office and said, what about the Frederick factor? Could that be a thing? Could that be a website? Could we, you know, do some blogs? And then we moved into this office space and I could fit out a podcast studio and all of a sudden, you know, what was an idea and a website that might kind of tell sort of this thing turned into um, a much more formalized podcast series. Well, this is quite the studio. Um, (laughs) I recorded actually all of mine in the studio Mm -hmm. because she goes, oh, well, you could do Zoom or you could do it in my beautiful soundproof studio with microphones that make us feel like we're like, I don't know, like radio people. I've always wanted to be a radio. Super rock stars. Yes. It's fun, right? (laughs) Exactly. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like a rock star? Do you feel like I'm the disc jockey? Oh, I do now, actually. (laughs) Did you see me like sit up taller? Yes. Yes, definitely. I mean, there is something about having like a legit microphone in front of you. We've all stared into Zoom for a while. Um, This is definitely different. So, but you've got like the big Mac Daddy microphone and I've got the guest microphone, which is fine. I like my guest microphone. It's okay. This was my torch. (laughs) That was your torch. (laughs) The torch was my microphone. (laughs) So kind of looking back, um, Mm -hmm. what were some of your favorite, 
favorite memories of season one. I mean, you had some incredible guests, mm-hmm. incredible different backgrounds. I mean, nonprofits, for profits, different community leaders, businesses that were just starting out, established businesses. I mean, you really went across the board, which has made it very hard to do in, <laughs> in season two. But yeah. I can tell you, you went across the board. So what were some of the highlights of that? Well, so yeah, honestly, I will never forget Okay, well, you were my first in-studio, in-person interview. (laughs) I'm dancing right now. So there was that. (laughs) Um, And that was fun and awesome. And I didn't know. I had just bought a second microphone. We were starting to feel more comfortable getting back into the space, Um, you know, sitting in a room. Do we mask on, mask off? You know, kind of having all those conversations and figuring out what the dynamics are going to be like. So that was really special for me. Obviously, my very first one on Zoom where I interviewed interviewed the father-daughter team from Puerto Rico Distillery was insanely special. And, you know, taking a shot at the end of that one of some of their um, amazing porturo um, was fabulous. Absolutely loved it. Um, And then, honestly, to be able to interview a deaf business owner in a podcast and an audio format was next level for me to be able to work with the um, translators at Aiello was beautiful. And obviously we recorded that on Zoom and thinking through. So if we're talking about, you know, underrepresented business owners and leaders and things like that and uh, in the community, to have that deaf population a part of season one was really special. Obviously, we were doing, you know, full um, written out transcripts. Um, in s- several cases, we had video, but to be able to kind of couch all of those from an accessibility perspective so that people could watch or listen or read the podcast transcription was really important and I just loved it. And that was how I capped off season one. Which is a really cool opportunity because especially with our community being, you know, having such a strong deaf community here in Frederick mm-hmm. to be able to kind of cross that that border and make it so that it was all inclusive, which is the whole reason behind your podcast <laughs> to make it all inclusive. Um, it's, it's pretty exciting, pretty cool. And if you haven't checked out that, all of the season one episodes are on the website so that you can go back and take a listen, read the stories, read some of the bios, and and learn more about some of the really awesome guests um, as well. So when you were thinking about the next season, what were your reasons behind maybe deciding that you didn't want to host the season and saying, you know, I think I want to ask somebody else, myself, to come in or, or anyone to come in and host the next season? So... When I first started, I said all I could commit to was 12 episodes. So I did the 12 interview episodes, and then I did one, you know, episode zero, kind of introducing myself to the audience. And then that could have been it. I could have just walked away from the whole thing. But it felt like there was something there. And as a business owner, still working, very work, you know, full-time working in the business, there's a capacity of self. And I have other projects that I want to, you know, develop and have in my head. But more than that, once it hit me and it hit me like a lightning bolt one day to say that there is another lens, somebody else has a lens and could ask 
different questions or bring in different guests because, you know, you have different connections in town or are going to approach this idea of diversity in a, in a, in a different way. So when I came up with that idea, I... I don't remember all of the details, but I remember being so excited because it just, it literally hit me like that lightning bolt and I knew it was you. I knew that from our experiences together and your comfort in telling your own stories and getting others to tell their stories and as a leader here in the Frederick community, a professional commercial realtor in this Frederick market, having that business lens to you as a young Black woman seemed like just the perfect of all ingredients. And for you to have said yes was even more exciting because it's one thing, you know, when you're like, oh my gosh, this is perfect for me to think that. But I needed you, I needed to like, I needed your buy-in too. And I think you hesitated for like, maybe half of a half of a second. I don't even know if you hesitated. I probably <laughs> sneezed and that was my, and I was like, one second. <laughs> probably, probably. Oh my goodness. Um, so yeah, I mean, you just jumped in with all the enthusiasm and then we worked out the details later. So that was fun. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. And here I thought it was because we met on a somewhat of a blind date with each other. Um, so Sandy and I's friendship developed and has become 50% laughing and 50% actual serious conversation. But we we actually met for the first time back in 2020 um, for the Frederick County Dealmaker Awards. And we met on a Zoom call because that was the only way to make friends back then. How all beautiful relationships <laughs> started in 2020. <laughs> yes, exactly. And we were on a Zoom happy hour call after the event. Everyone stayed on, or a few people in the network. And uh, I did not know anything about Sandy, did not know her at all. And she had mentioned something about, I think you, the words were, I haven't had crabs this season. And so I said, you know, let's go get some crabs. I'll get crabs with you. And yep. then, you know, so then we did our little blind date of, you know, okay, well, let's go. Okay, are you going to go? Okay, are you going to go? Who's going to who's gonna order for? Okay, is she going to drink a beer first? Okay, I'll drink a beer. And let me tell you, all you can eat crabs on a first date, that is— It was next level. That is next level. That is a lot of time because then you have to decide, do I want my money's worth right. or do right. I want to get out of here? Right. So, How terrible is this scenario going to yeah. be? And But there she was at the picnic table. <laughs> We did the yeah. little wave. Yes. We walked up in that awkward together of like, oh, hey, hey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, and which may have looked great because for those who don't know, I am five foot 11-ish. Um, <laughs> and Sandy is not. <laughs> I mean, I'm five five. Like I can hold my own, but you are definitely yes. slightly tall. Yes. Slightly taller. <laughs> so it, it just, it was, it was just the perfect. Mm -hmm. And we sat outside, we cracked our crabs. We didn't have to call our emergency, get us out of here dates. <laughs> so, you know, it really worked out. But in, in all seriousness, I truly appreciate it. I mean, it, it was great. We had so much fun during the interview. It was the first time I had ever done a podcast. And I remember you telling me just, it's like a conversation. Yeah. Just make it a conversation. And that is exactly kind of what we've done. So now a question I have for you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you're thinking about Frederick Factor, where do you kind of see the future? Mm. Is it Maryland Factor? Is that the next? 
Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the next step. Oh, my gosh. Do I go to Leadership Maryland and get them to sponsor that? Mm. Um, or Mita? Write it down. I know. No. I should be. We work at the Maryland Economic Development Association. It could be something there. I, there are some stories through that economic development lens that I will definitely be doing once, you know, this launches and I can focus and have some time to interview others. I will definitely be doing a different podcast, economic development, storytelling, kind of community, place-based storytelling um, in the future because that's what you know, Platinum PR does on a daily basis is, you know, telling the story of places reimagined and what we do. But um, yeah, for the Frederick factor, I would love for there to be a season three. I uh, would love to find, you know, for you to pass the torch um, and find somebody in the community that wants to continue telling stories through their lens. Okay. Um, well, I like it. Yeah. Well, and yeah. so you mentioned Platinum PR. Mm-hmm. So for the, you know, Sandy doesn't just do a podcast <laughs> or just dream up other yes. podcasts. Yes. She yeah. actually has, yeah. you know, she has a real job, full-time job. So why don't you tell us a little bit more too about kind of your full-time job, Platinum PR, and, you know, you're not just people in a really, really cool office space, which they absolutely are if you ever get a chance. Um, but yeah, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, thanks. So um, yeah, Platinum PR, I started 20, 21 years ago. I can't even believe it. But, I can drink um, now. I can, yes. Ay, ay, ay. Um, so, yeah, I um, we're entering into our 21st year, and I um, started Platinum PR back in 2002. And at that time, my background was in economic development. So I worked in county, a county in West Virginia and a county here in uh, Maryland, Frederick County, as a matter of fact, in Maryland, coincidentally enough. And I just, I enjoyed the, that kind of place-based marketing side of things, um, helping businesses to grow, um, helping um, to diversify the economy, figure out how people could um, could live and work in their community um, so that they could give back, so that they were adding to um, the local tax base and, you know, just kind of helping all of the other support services that we all, you know, have grown to you know, depend on, whether it's fire and rescue or you know, public school systems, all of that gets funded through, you know, those business taxes or through residential taxes. Presumably you want the business taxes Mm -hmm. um, to offset, you know, ours as residents. So I um, started the business um, 20 years ago and it was me and then, you know, one other friend, colleague, and now there are six of us and we are here in Frederick and we work with places primarily here in the mid-Atlantic, but we have a couple of, you know, fun random clients across the country that we get to work with and, you know, with those communities. So a lot of county gov- county or city mm-hmm. government type organizations and we uh, supplement and um, support their marketing efforts. So oftentimes, you know, somebody can handle social media, but they have a hard time writing the blogs or doing some media outreach or, um, you know, managing digital advertising campaigns or redoing a website or something like that. So kind of whatever it is in that marketing communications realm um, that somebody needs support in and telling the story of their place, that's what we get to help with. So you kind of bring in that like creative, like that extra creative oomph. Mm, yeah. Oft, well, oftentimes they, ha- they have all the creativity in their office, but you know what it's like. You have all these ideas, but you don't have the capacity to get it all done right. with your day-to-day. So sometimes you need to bring in a little outside. Um, so either, 
yeah, we've got some great clients and they have the ideas. And so they'll come to us and say, oh my gosh, you know, I like, I want to do a podcast, but I don't know what it's going to be about. I don't know who's going to be on it. I don't know what it's going to be called. I don't have a brand for it. I don't have a website for it. I don't know how to promote it. I don't know how to edit it. Um, I, you know, so like you just kind of br- break down all of those details to turn their ideas into reality. Right. Um, that's our goal. My goal is really to make the client look great. You know, I want them to, um, you know, that economic development office or director or whoever it is or staff person, I want, you know, them to be able to breathe a little bit more in their day. And I want them to, you know, be able to see great results for their community um, and for their stakeholders. So if somebody wanted to get in touch with you after listening to this, how, you know, what's the best way for them as far as website, you know, obviously social media, what what are the best ways kind of for them to reach out to you? Yeah, PlatinumPR.com is the first. And then from there, we are on many of the other platforms, Um, you know, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, even TikTok. If you want to see a ridiculous series of TikTok videos, you watch the Platinum PR TikToks. I have um, seen a few of those, <laughs> and I will highly recommend them. Uh, if it's a you know a day you're just sitting around and you're mm-hmm. like, you know what, this day is really crappy, and I really need a good laugh, highly recommend going to your TikToks or Instagram because they're on the Instagram page <laughs> as are, well. They are on so. the Instagram. <laughs> yep, yep. You can find them on the Instagram. So yeah, we wanted to experiment. And my gosh, I think it was over a year ago now that we did them. But um, so they're old. Um, but if you find, you know, find them, um, yes, we don't take ourselves too seriously. We wanted to do an experiment. I think we did a 10 TikTok series. Um, we are talking this fall about doing another, um, you know, little stint um, on TikTok. So look for it. I realize that is not the way we would ever advise our clients <laughs> is to like go all in and then stop. And then go all in and then stop. But that is exactly what we had the capacity to do. So, <laughs> so what you're saying is you may need someone to come in I, and I, do your I actually no. that's why it might happen this fall is because I have identified somebody that's gonna come in and do those with us or for us. Um yeah, because we don't have the capacity. My gosh, we barely have enough time to waste our own hours and you know of the day watching other people's TikToks, much less doing it ourselves. So, yeah. Well, one of the questions I have to ask you, because this is what we ask oh. all the guests, Sandy, what is your Frederick factor? So funny. And I think every single person did this with me last year. And I was like, why, why, why are you doing this? There are so many things. There are so many things. How many things can I name? Um, and for me, it is this environment. And I have been, th- I thought about this for a year while leading up to and recording. But it's it's the people and the place and the combination of this small town with medium-sized city that has become home. I have only lived in Frederick for three years, and I've done a lot of work in the area. I was working here back in the late 90s, Um, but it's this sense of home and community that embraces you if you let it. Mm -hmm. And um, I love walking around downtown, you know, the park or 
Carroll Creek or something, or the nightlife on a Saturday um, or a Tuesday or whatever. <laughs> um, so it's, <laughs> but there's this sense of distinct sense of place mm-hmm. and in the business that we're in, um, that sense of place is really important. And there are organizations like, you know, Frederick County, Office of Economic Development, the City of Frederick Economic Development, the Downtown Frederick Partnership, as well as all the other main streets in um, in the county that have done a really beautiful job of creating a sense of place. Mm-hmm. And I am fortunate to sit on the board for the Downtown Frederick Partnership now. And so to be a part of that team a little bit is really a beautiful thing. And I feel really fortunate to do that. So for me, it is all of those things become that sense of place. And I think Frederick has an identity um, that can't be summarized in one word, or at least not by me, um, but can be home. It's very much like, um, well, besides describing this as the huggy town, (laughs) because that is what this place is, Mm -hmm. uh, in in the best way. Trust me, COVID and Frederick really killed us because we couldn't hug each other. Um, But, you know, it's I describe it as like when you're going someplace with your new significant other, you're going to a family event, a big family event, and you're a little nervous because, you know, it seems like everybody knows each other and you kind of feel like you're the outsider. And then you get introduced into the family and everyone just welcomes you with open arms. And then you're in, you're in. And that is exactly how it feels like with Frederick because, you know, it's one of those places where you can kind of feel like, oh, everybody knows each other. Because the reality is you pretty much do. I mean, you can walk down the street in the middle of the day. And I think I almost got hit by a car one time saying hi to Sandy because I saw her across the street (laughs) and I decided I was going to go run across the street and say hi. Um, But It was a pretty dramatic run across the street. It was. Yeah, it was beautiful. But yes. In my head, it was slow-mo and I was going, Sandy. Mine too. I captured it in slow-mo too. (laughs) But it's one of those places where, you know, you can, yeah. It can seem like when we have family that comes to visit, they're like, man, you guys know everybody. And I'm like, no, we're we're just a really tight-knit community. Mm-hmm. And it does make you feel, especially not being from here, like you're mm-hmm. not, I'm not. And to still feel welcomed the way that we do. And it's a really, it's a special thing about this area and about Frederick. And people are slowly starting to discover it, which yeah. is why we're making our way on the map. Yep. So, yep. yep. I agree. I well, agree. It just, it's pretty cool. I truly appreciate the opportunity to do this to host. Um, Little fun fact about me, I am actually incredibly shy, and I am very much of an introvert sometimes when it's stepping outside of my comfort zone. I have a very hard time stepping outside of my comfort zone, and this was stepping outside of my comfort zone. Interviewing people, who some who I knew, some who I knew nothing about, hoping that they're going to say yes when you ask them because they can very easily be like, nope, don't want to do it. Um, so I appreciate the opportunity of stepping outside of my own comfort zone and being able to uh, talk on the big mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I applaud you for that. I think that that's awesome. Not everybody says yes. And for you to have said yes to getting the, sitting there behind the big mic is pretty cool. So thank cool. you for doing that, and thank you for letting the Frederick Factor live on. And it will continue to live on and on and on until next thing you know, it's like, you know, the United States Factor, and it's 
all over, or she's going to start franchising it. So there's going to be a bunch of different factors all over the place. It'll be great. It'll be Sponsorships great. are available. Yes. <laughs> oh, do the plug. Do the plug. I know. <laughs> I should. I should. Yeah. Platinum PR is sponsoring it again right now. Um, but yes, we're always looking for somebody to help us continue because this is not a free endeavor. It is something that Platinum PR is um, sponsoring at the moment. So if anybody else would like to sponsor, please let us know. Now, where would they go for? They could uh, reach out to the Frederick Factor um, on the website. Yep, the Frederick Factor website. We can put something in the show notes, too. Excellent. I highly suggest that. And then Mm -hmm. maybe we'll start social media pushing it. Great. So maybe she'll do a TikTok about it. Oh, my gosh. I don't know about TikTok. (laughs) Yeah, we've got the Frederick Factor on Instagram um, and Facebook, I think, are the only two. But, yeah, I can't even imagine. Can you imagine doing a TikTok during these interviews, too? That'd Um, be pretty next level. As someone who has prided herself on never doing a TikTok in my entire life and will continue to pride myself on hopefully never doing a TikTok, then, no, I cannot imagine. (laughs) Oh, my God, that just sounded like a challenge. Did anybody else think that was a challenge to get Ashley on a TikTok? Yeah, I think so. After my nine-year-old became very into her TikToks, I realized TikTok, not for me. So, uh, yes, I am, I'm not even on it. Don't even have an account. I'm the lone wolf, the lone millennial that's not on TikTok. <laughs> so it's just a good thing everybody shares it on Instagram, though. Absolutely. Okay. That's the only way. Okay. Okay. I love watching okay. them. <laughs> I just don't want to actually sign up for one. So, well, awesome. Sandy, thank you so much. And thank you for being here. Thanks for being my kickoff to the new season guest and hopefully everyone enjoys what the new season is going to bring. We've got some pretty exciting guests on it as well. Um, Some names that you'll definitely recognize and maybe some names that you won't recognize, but you'll be really happy to learn more about. So um, thank you so much. And this is Ashley Kiggin signing out for season two. You've been listening to The Frederick Factor. The Frederick Factor is produced by Platinum PR, Places Reimagined. We're also the sponsor of season two. For over two decades, the Platinum PR team has helped economic development and tourism organizations discover their potential, attract new investment, and tell their community story. Find out more about us at PlatinumPR.com and catch up on episodes of The Frederick Factor at FrederickFactor.com. Happy listening.